You're listening to 50% Facts, the show where we try to answer specific questions on an individual topic, and then at the end, we bring in an expert to give you the real answers. I'm Jim McDonald. And I'm Mike Farr. Welcome to our show. Yeah, I have a message for you from uh, one of our listeners. Um... Oh, he has a question, too, that I don't have on my list yet. I need to work on that. Um, so this is Ray Hamilton. He says, uh, you got Ray Ray? Tell Silent Mike I agree with him on Regina's. I've been trying to recreate that pie. I'm from San Jose. Recreate it at home? You yeah. You making us a pie? Maybe we start maybe. a restaurant, little buddy. Yeah. Your Regina's is amazing. I, I'm, I'm all about doing some kind of investment here in something sometime soon. On air or off air? <laughs> We're on air. Oh, I got secrets. Okay, well we'll talk. We'll talk off air then. <laughs> um, uh, bum bum bum. I don't have secrets. I mean, I have tons of secrets. Uh, it's I, I, like I said, my life hits me, man. When I, I'm freaking trying to surf the through life. I'm trying to retire, and then a bunch of things blow up, and I'm fucking busy as shit. Well, it it always seems to happen that that you don't like. Like with your phone. Your phone, you might not hear anything from anybody. It might not actually ring for over a month. Like ring, ring yeah, yeah. for a month. And then suddenly... Yeah, I won't shut up. Yeah, you got to talk to people on the phone. Yeah, yeah and it's all good things. Right. It's, but, but, but it's just more more things. And, it's and, more, yeah. And I'm trying to dip right off to the sunset. I don't think that's going to happen yet. I know. I had a goal to retire at 35. You might have to hustle. I'm working. To get there. Yeah, we're going crazy. We'll see. Maybe if you guys just download this thing, give me a rating and review. Freaking tell your friends, your mom, your sister, so I can retire. Help your boy out. <laughs> he won't retire from this, though. He's going to retire. If, just if you guys do that for me, I'll retire from everything else but this. But this. We'll just keep doing this thing until till we run out of topics. I think we can. I don't think there's any. I don't know. I was just listening to uh, Joe Budden, who uh, shit, it's probably the biggest podcast on Spotify. Uh Really? Yeah, he. Uh, We're growing on Spotify, but we ain't the biggest thing. No, he's literally the biggest. He, he, I think he's Spotify exclusive. Sorry to my iTunes people, but um, hmm. rapper from the early two thousands, later uh, late two thousands. Um, can you say late two thousands? I don't know how to d- 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 yeah. differentiate it. Two thousand ten. I, I'm not talking two thousand ninety. Yeah, two thousand ten. Late the late aughts. Yeah, those. So early two thousands to two tens. Uh, then later in in the slaughterhouse rap group with Eminem. Um, Pretty non-influential rapper, to be honest. Uh, didn't really make a huge statement on the game, although lyrically... I, I hate when that happens. Yeah, he's, he's very gifted lyrically. Yeah. Uh, he's a little old-school New York cat in New Jersey, I guess, to be specific. Um, then he got a chance, because he's uh, really hard-headed and very verbal, um, he got a chance on a complex hip-hop talk show mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know. I I caught onto it, and I guess I caught onto it early. But I didn't know I caught onto it early, and I started watching it almost every day. And they just cover hip hop, beefs, raps, albums. They d- bring up random questions mm-hmm. like, uh, "What's uh, best album of two thousand to two thousand five, or whatever?" Right. Under most underdog rapper from two thousand ten to two thousand fifteen, stuff like that. Let alone the the the. Uh, trending topics, but um, I, I started watching it. And I guess it was early. I thought it was had been going on forever and just got popular, but it was mm-hmm. new. Those but, exclusive ones are not very old. 
not very old, and then it didn't make it very long because he wasn't getting paid. And so Ooh. when his contract was up, he tried to get more money, and they didn't do this. Ooh. And then they tried another host. They had two hosts, uh, or the host was Nadeska, and then they had two, I guess, co-hosts or two um, guys on there. And uh, he didn't do it. They tried another one, and then I think the show's just over. I haven't even heard about it. But mm-hmm. it, 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 it like hit pop, hip-hop culture with a big punch when it did come out. Um, and then he had a podcast, I guess, for during that time for two or three years which Mm -hmm. also didn't hit it did okay um but then it really hit obviously when his youtube took off because those videos were multiple times a week and getting millions of downloads yeah um because they had because they had inside sources i mean it's 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 perfect they have inside sources they were in the industry and he's like friends with people like eminem right so he has like he has he has an insight that other people don't have let alone it's complex so then they have production value and they can get different rappers on the show et cetera et cetera Point being, uh, I was listening to one of his podcasts because I just drove back from L.A., uh, and they did, like, their 225th episode or something, and it's mm-hmm. basically just him and, like, two or three of his best friends. Uh, and he was just, like, saying, like, yeah, man, we got to, like, congratulate ourselves. We never look about how much podcasting we did and how, how maybe this helped people, and hopefully it's something, you know, a little library down the road that can make an effect and blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, uh, and then he's, like, you know, uh, my advice to podcasters and the stuff you and I always talk about and stuff that we literally just do. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he was, like, yeah, like, sometimes you gotta you know go for a while with no download sometimes you gotta go for a while and pay for your own production sometimes you gotta yeah. go for a while and he, I, I think he went four or five years he said until they all started making money all the other guys literally just until this year his co-host i think he had some rap money you know and even complex money to at least live mm-hmm. but his co-hosts were interns or whatever at uh record labels and stuff like that they were in oh. the music industry but they had real jobs um they literally just now quit their job uh, because the podcast was successful enough. So wow. five years down the road, a little bit of hustle, a little bit of grind, uh, and I think they were paying their own production, they were paying their own everything, um, which is not uncommon, uh, but it shows you that they even had like arguably a head start. Mm-hmm. This guy's a famous rapper, uh, and you still had to really work and kind of grind out to the top. So uh, props to anyone out there trying to make content or trying to do what they love to do because uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. And, and uh, he was talking about faith, and he's like, you got to have confidence and faith in your project that you have to do because you're going to have to do it for a long time for free. And if you don't do it for a long time for free, uh, you're never going to make it. Like you're never just going to do 10 episodes and be number one on Spotify. Um, you're never going to be, yeah. you know, even 100 episodes in and, and, and potentially still have to pay for your own way or, or make no money. If you don't have faith and you're not loving what you're doing, you, you have zero chance. So props to all you guys. Keep going. Uh, it's not always fun or easy. Uh, Jim and I have been through it through multiple channels, multiple uh, areas, different mediums, et cetera, et cetera. Even my Twitch, I have fun on there, but uh, it's fucking hard. Uh, this thing isn't making any money yet, and mm-hmm. we're new. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just how it goes. Uh, I did a podcast with Omar. Uh, we just did our taxes, and Omar are, and I are joking, but it's almost embarrassing how much money we spent on that podcast that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> or it didn't go. It did great, and people loved it, and we had a lot of fun. But it didn't make any money. Make That's any what money. I meant by that. Yeah. Uh, so it's not always a... Uh, not always a, a walk in the park like people think. Like, oh man, they, they, you know they're Instagram famous. They must be billionaires. It doesn't always work that way. No, it doesn't always work that way. And you, you, I mean, you look at the the more traditional in entertainment industry. It's the same thing where yeah. you, where some people create a show and it'll be really successful, and then the next time that they're 
Yeah, you know, and it, and the quality of the show is is the same as what they did before, or better sure. or whatever. It just doesn't necessarily strike with the audience the same way. Yeah, I think it's a lot like a stand up comedy, where like those guys are doing free shows or yeah. getting paid a hundred bucks a night for yeah. decades, maybe going to local shows, traveling on their own, yeah. driving their own car, and then eventually. They get they start to pack a house in a little comedy club, then they pack a house in a tiny theater, and then Netflix talks to them or whatever. But uh, before that, they're definitely working a job, yeah, and making no money and money and just focusing in on their own production and their own skill and their own product, basically, uh, to be able to sell themselves. And that's similar to podcasts, YouTube, mm-hmm. Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I think that um, I think that the real trick is unless you know uh, that you have a really good shot. And making something happen that um, you have to keep the budget low from the be- at the beginning yeah, yeah. and just you know grind out the content yeah um, yeah and, and do multiple things at once yeah something make a lot of something make a little money something make a little money something mm-hmm. make a little money and then maybe something that makes no money and then just push all four of them <laughs> yeah we're in the we're in that point in uh, uh, the economic history of the United States where doing just one thing is not what most people are uh, yeah it's hard. Who are successful are doing. Yeah, I wonder too uh, how many people. I was talking with my buddies about this, and maybe it's just because our type of parents. Um, and you're you're fairly similar with your history, where you probably had multiple jobs, but you didn't like. You only U turned careers maybe once or twice. Where like I feel like nowadays, like people are U turning every couple of years, like. I was a nurse from 20 to 25, and then I got into marketing from mm-hmm. 25 to 30, and then from 30 to 35, I went to the Peace Corps, and then from 40, you know, like, now yeah. it's like every week people are doing different shit, moving around, or, or doing things unrelated to their um, degrees, where, uh, and having multiple jobs to make a living, or the living they want to live, uh, where I feel like, obviously, my parents were born, I guess, 50s, 60s, uh, mm. grew up 70s, 80s, 90s, um, and my dad had, like, two jobs, my mom, I mean, beyond like the McDonald's and college right, or whatever, right, like right. two careers, I guess. Two careers, yeah. uh, And I think my mom really, career, career, only had one. I did uh, insurance marketing. I did um, uh, consulting, publications for consulting. I did health insurance marketing. <laughs> yeah. I did consulting, like broader, just consulting, consulting, and then media. Yeah. When, you know? so, two, two, two. Three, I guess, because two of them are at least same ball. Yeah, going back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. And even my dad's were like two big companies, but at the end of the day, he did sales. I feel like we're about to do the beginning of a totally different episode than the one we're doing now. But the but one thing that I will tell you is that, uh, like, growing up, I was always told, like, be good at a lot of things. My dad was, was he was a mechanic, but he was good at a, a kind of broad spectrum yeah. of things. And I have to tell you, that is maybe not the way to get paid. It's the way to always be busy, yeah. but it's not necessarily the way to get paid. Getting actually excellent at a few things I think is so kind of the way to get paid. Yeah, I think it depends. You know, I think it depends on what route you want to go. I would say your dad's advice would probably work very well in kind of a corporate structure, to be honest. Like, oh, Jim's really good at writing, but Jim's also creative enough to come up with a marketing scheme, and Jim's also creative enough or good enough leader to lead the yeah. management. Like, that'll work. Like, oh, Jim has these tools. We can plug him in these positions. But if you're trying to do more entrepreneurial world or maybe what we're doing yeah. uh yeah i think it's 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 be a master of one or two like if if i had to write down my skill set like i think i'm a decent leader i think i have some decent marketing and branding skills uh and i know a lot about strength and conditioning and this is what i bring to whatever it is and then and then for me luckily because i am my own boss i hire the team around me and so you're building yeah. your own team and my team members actually even though it's the smallest corporate setting it's not corporate the smallest 
business setting, mm-hmm. my team members are actually uh, master of many or, or objective. Yeah, well, like that's the, the thing. Like that's... Connor, Connor, Connor does our Instagram. He does the media, and like mm-hmm. his main thing is media. But he's resourceful. Like if I tell him, like, "Yo, bro, I got to do whatever," he'll Google and figure it out. And same with this other kid. Shout out to my boy Matt. Matt's like the most resourceful, hardworking kid I know. I couldn't tell you what Matt's real skills are. Like he, he is our, our, like a marketing kid and he's yeah. good at writing, but like it's just like I text Matt whatever I need and he finds a way to do it well. Like he just he's just resourceful as shit. Mm-hmm. That's his skill is being resourceful as shit. I can understand that. Yeah, no, I've been that guy. And yeah. I, have to, I have to tell you, it is hard to break out of that role. Yeah. That's the thing because I think unless you're demonstrating a whole lot of um, of leadership skills at the same time, yeah, it's, you hard. Know, it's, it's hard to break out of that happens well anyway let's move on there's our life talk yeah (laughs) we're gonna split that off and that's gonna be a separate episode i think (laughs) yeah could Uh, be uh at least maybe on youtube maybe that make that a separate youtube episode because that feels it feels yeah go follow us on uh instagram 50 percent facts and let us know we're thinking about doing two episodes a week we're debating on doing kind of a just a hosts only episode where we either talk about life or a specific topic that we're more comfortable with answering with you guys whether it's strength and conditioning maybe marketing maybe starting a podcast things that we um are very familiar with over the last 10 20 30 years um and then also every wednesday was obviously the normal uh format where we're talking to a professional and talking to an expert so uh go to instagram uh or 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 our Twitters, uh, the Jim McD, Jim McD one two three. Yeah, the, uh, the Jim McD, the Jim McD on Twitter and Silent Michael two K is on Twitter and tweet us. Let us know if you'd like two episodes, one maybe uh, slightly more casual and slightly different format, just hosts only. And then obviously we're always keeping this Wednesday format where we talk about a specific question, give you our nonsense, and then we can bring an expert in to answer it. And the question that we're going to talk about right now is. Um this is something that's always bugged me, and it and it's always bugged me in the same way that, you know, when you see a mattress or a pillow or whatever, it says, please don't, don't remove this tag under penalty of law. On a pillow? Yeah. I've never seen that. I, that shows you how uh, I don't read things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mattresses, pillows, all that, they say that. On, on law? Their, yeah, yeah, under penalty of law. Well, it, and it turns out that what that really means is before it's sold. Don't take it off before it's oh. sold. But most people don't really. It doesn't say that. And most people don't realize it. So, yeah. a, a similar in a similar fashion, a lot of times when you see an or when you read an article about about um, in a, it basically a mainstream magazine or, or newspaper or whatever or website, when they talk about a a, a diet, talking about a fitness um, uh, a strategy or whatever, it'll say uh, always consult a doctor before or a physician before uh, starting any exercise or um, or, or diet program, and I want to know why that is. Like, why can't you just start? Yeah, or or or. And, the, and what are you? What are you? What are you trying to measure if you go to the doctor? Yeah. What, are they, what are they looking for? Or these people on the internet, or or or, or in real life, Weight Watchers probably, or these um, people that are carnivore or keto or flexible dieting yeah. or vegan or. Uh, vegetarian. All these people back up all their arguments, saying, "Look at my improved blood work. This improves your blood work. This improves your health. This right. improves." Uh, blah blah. But they never tell you what the fuck that is. They no don't one understand the point of it. Understand the under understand the um uh what the improvement means. Uh, what kind of scale is that improvement on? Like, and, and what is that? And and what does improved really mean? Like, uh, uh, say my stuff does improve. Does that mean I'm living? 80 years instead of 60 yeah or does that just mean i'm not gonna have a heart attack right now or it just lowers the chance of me dying right now 
Or does nobody know? Nobody fucking knows. But hopefully our guest knows. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully he, he hopefully he's gonna have some insight in, into um, into this. But yeah, I don't know. I know I know LDL uh, cholesterol, uh, all those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. How much fat? Yeah, co- cholesterol, fat in your blood is a big deal. Blood sugar. Blood sugar. How much sugar's popping around? Uh, uh, glucose is that not only uh, uh, obviously what we eat and digest and use for energy, but wh- how much of it's floating around in your mm-hmm. blood, uh, which can make you pre-diabetic. Um, yeah, blood pressure itself, what your blood yeah. pressure is at. Um, I think all that involved. Resting the, heart rate. Maybe? Resting heart rate, I think, probably is highly involved. Um, and then even even uh, health markers, you know, like uh, I got health insurance uh, and I obviously got uh, life insurance. Mm-hmm. And so when you did that, they did a billion tests to mm-hmm. make sure that they don't charge you a billion dollars and that you're not going to die tomorrow. Uh how much fat you're carrying. Mm-hmm. They didn't do a, a body fat percentage in, in general, but they just w- measured you, right? So how much fat tissue you have on you mm-hmm. has to do with your health markers, I'd imagine, because all the other episodes we've talked to, every nutritionist, doctor, et cetera, tells us that you start to lose weight and carry less body fat, and you're probably going to reverse a lot of diseases or chances yeah, of those diseases. suddenly supposed to be better. Yeah. yeah. Um, all these motherfuckers out there, too, always talk about inflammation. I yeah. wonder. I wonder if a, a regular doctor can even measure that. Yeah. What are the markers for inflammation, and and, and how do you know that they're better? I, something I've. I, this is another one of those like passing facts uh, that people on a ketogenic diet, the first six months or so, their blood markers get much much better. Right. And then after that, they may not continue yeah. to be better. Um, and that's a, you know, that's a good question. Which I've heard from other counter keto people is just uh, that they drop uh, weight. In the first six months, and it, dropping any kind of weight improves those yeah. markers. But uh, I wonder if there is something to what you're actually eating. Yeah. Uh, same with the flexible dieting. On the opposite, I wonder if you can get, you know, a, a good amount of. Because when we talk about dieting or whatever, and you and I in our space or on my YouTube, et cetera, we're talking about how to lose weight or how to perform. Right. We're not because I don't know how to teach people how to live to 120. That's not no. in my in my repertoire. Um, but I wonder if you can do a flexible dieting type style diet where you're eating majority of whole foods, maybe 70, 80, 90 percent of your whole foods, but then you're slamming some Reese's Pieces or some Ben and Jerry's, and will those affect the markers? Maybe different than they'll affect your body composition or performance. Mm-hmm. This question is like, and how much does it take to actually? screw that up yeah like, yeah a week binger uh, on vacation is that gonna uh, have a lasting effect on my health health because yeah. i know it has a little effect on my composition uh, yeah you know i ate a little poorly in la i came back a little bit more bloated maybe gained a pound mm. not that big of a deal for me uh as i don't think i have any health issues uh but as you get older or, yeah. or whatever is a week binger uh you know eating some cookies and, and, and stuff on vacay gonna mess you up long term i'd like to think not but who knows you know because i think rapid anything is more dangerous, right? Like even rapid weight loss can be dangerous on your health markers, whatever the heck that means. Uh, blood pressure, et cetera, et cetera. I've heard of, I, I I've think heard of aneurysms. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Or, or rapid weight gain, right? Yeah. I imagine if you go from 200 to 250 in a couple months, chances are your body's not ready for some of that and your blood pressure and things do go up. But how extreme are any of these measurements that we need to actually pay attention to? Yeah, we could probably do a whole episode on aneurysms. I was actually just reading the other day about, um, um, what's her name, who plays uh, Khaleesi. In yeah, Game of Thrones. What the hell? She had an aneurysm. I just read she that. She too. She had two. She had one of them that was like she had an emergency. She had a bleed. How old is she? Thirty-five, less. Oh, she's less. She, it, this happened in her twenties. She was twenty-three when this happened. Yikes! Yeah, I heard she's a big nerd. I've heard that too. Yeah, maybe she wants to marry me. I don't know, Khaleesi. You want to play some video games? I don't know. Uh, and then um, someone that we we both know. Yeah. Um, was diagnosed with one recently. I think I may have already talked about it, but was diagnosed with an aneurysm, uh, um, abdominal, 
uh, aneurysm. And Scary. then Yeah, and like it showed up in one image, and then um, they went in and did other imaging, and it doesn't show up at all. So yeah, and like, and, and how many all these things are genetic or not? Right, like a, yeah, there's a uh, my family uh, congestive heart failure is a thing. Yeah, uh, grandpa probably dad. We I don't know, but no, everybody has it. But I exercise a lot better than a lot of my family, and I eat pretty good. Like, am, am yeah. I still gonna have some heart issues, or or are you just fucked? That's a that's an interesting question too because I, I we I'm sure we both know and I I definitely know a few people who've had issues with uh, congestive heart failure. Um, you know, it's just like healthy thirty somethings. Yeah, yeah. Well, and my grandpa lived to like eighty six. Yeah, it's just the last couple of years were just probably very painful. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it goes. And and, and and what blood marker or whatever health marker do I need to pay attention to for that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Well, we're going to pitch this uh, to our uh, friend, Dr. Spencer Nadolsky. Teach me. Right now. Right after this word about the Great Courses Plus. Uh, the point of this show, the point of uh, our career. Yeah, pretty always, much. Always uh, selfishly, I want to interview and talk to cool people. Right. That always makes me feel better about my self-interest, growing, learning, I have a company named Kaizen, which literally means self-improvement, there like continuous go. to improve. I'm always trying to get better at something, whether it's my diet, my lifting, day-to-day, especially my brains. Um, so if you want to get learned, we're partnering up with the one and only The Great Courses Plus. Uh, and they're an awesome service. They have thousands and thousands of courses and videos, instructionals for you to learn about anything you want um, from simple things uh, like maybe fitness, uh, different hobbies you're into, uh, all the way up to History, science, physics. Yeah, literally, you know, next level stuff. stuff. If you really want to not pay all these funds, uh, head back to college. Right. But get learned um, in something you're more interested in, in more of a fun way, in a little bit more casual way. They're all videos. You can also get them audio if you want as well. Um, So we're partnering with them. And uh, today's episode, we are talking to a doctor, uh, MD, um, who's into fitness and into multiple things in his life. So uh, today's course... You guys might want to check out, if you check out the great courses, is uh, medical school for everyone. Yeah. Actually, this particular one is like grand rounds cases. So think of, think about it like, like Dr. House. Like there's a, it's a medical mystery and like you're, you're getting a bunch of information that you wouldn't get otherwise as a layperson. And all that stuff actually helps you understand like how, how stuff works in your body. And, and kind of everybody ends up in a situation where they're either personally dealing with a medical thing or their uh, family member is dealing with a medical thing my daughter-in-law's brother is dealing with a really serious thing right now out of the blue and like what you realize is that you don't know very much yeah. about kind of anything until you get into the situation i'm uh so this is a good way to kind of catch yourself up give yourself some uh some background on some of this medical stuff that you might have to deal with in the future. A uh, cool thing about Great, Great Courses Plus is that it's you can watch the videos, you can watch it on um, uh, smart TVs and computers and one thing or another, and there's an app and you can watch on your phone. You can just listen. Uh, a lot of ways to consume this information. Uh, it is, it's, not, it's structured in such a way that you can just listen and it's fine. So kind of like a podcast. 
Yeah, regardless of the topic, you know, I get a lot of anxiety and like fear, I guess, driven anxiety from not knowing whether it be business, my next steps, or yeah. what to do in training or nutrition or what to do with any of these topics, let alone medically. There could right. be a lot of fear in similar situations with your family or yourself. So uh, just to get a little bit more knowledge based. And so we partnered up so you guys can get one free month, uh, absolutely free. All you have to do is sign up today, um, limited time offer, and you go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash facts that's the great courses plus.com slash f-a-c-t-s and sign up for your free month thanks for the uh thanks to the great courses plus for um taking a chance with us because um uh this is how this show was structured we were structured in such a way that uh we were providing information on a uh bite size and digestible uh, format and uh, they also do the same thing and we're really glad to have them on board as a sponsor for our, the show so remember it is thegreatcoursesplus.com slash facts for your free month check it out you always see the um, the caveat before starting any exercise or nutrition program um, see your doctor see your physician whatever if people do that, like, number one, where is that coming from? And number two, if they actually come and see you and say, hey, I want to start a program, then what What are you looking for? What kind of tests are you running? What are you expecting to see? And then what are you, what are you trying to improve? Yeah, it's a funny thing because I was actually thinking about this the other day about how, I mean, we live in, uh, you know, a Sue Happy or litigious or litigious, whatever the, the word is, uh, world. So everybody's trying to sue somebody. And so companies are very careful about uh, their wording, uh, you know, when it comes to exercise programs and, you know, even on exercise equipment, it says, ask your doctor before starting any exercise plan. Right. But like, really, the, the risk is extremely low. You see these PARQ questionnaires when trainers get um, individuals. And basically, the, the, the main thing is making sure somebody doesn't have uh, like an unstable cardiovascular disease where you know, they're going to drop dead in the middle, in the middle of, a, of a set. The, the risk is extremely low, though. And I actually think that I think that may and the thing may end up doing more harm than good when they when they say these types of things. But it's just it's because you know people don't want to get sued. I, I'm very careful too. I, I don't give you know recommendations out lightly. Uh, I have lots of disclaimers when I do training programs and things like that but in, in the reality the risk is is very low so yeah the, the biggest thing is making sure somebody doesn't have uh coronary artery disease that's unstable and not treated or or even untreated uh extremely high blood pressure and, and you know you can get acute you can get acute rises uh, in blood pressure when you do you know vigorous activity or, or weightlifting uh just in that in that moment um there are other things like lung disease uh shortness of breath things like shortness of breath chest pain those are obvious though you should have seen your doctor and so when people say yeah you better see your doctor before doing this it's literally just to make sure they're not going to drop dead doing it but in general <laughs> it's it's pretty low risk. Let's uh, maybe turn the question then just a hair. And when people are always talking about health markers, uh, there's a lot of, you know, 
keto uh, podcasts on the internet, uh, carnivore diet, paleo diet, this type of exercise, high intensity this, low intensity that, and everyone says, oh, I did it for six weeks and my health markers improved. What are these people bragging about that they actually don't know what they're talking about? Yeah, the, what they're likely talking about, or is if, if I had a patient that said that, it would have to be blood pressure, uh, blood sugar, maybe even triglyceride levels, uh, uh, because those are the ones, the things that are easily or more readily improved with around, you know, even three to five percent of your of weight loss, which is doable within six weeks. So if they're talking about their health markers improving, it's probably those. Uh, and are those, those pretty uh, substantial, in your opinion, uh, to actually gauge someone's health, perhaps? Because, um, I'm, I mean, obviously, life is weird. There's some medical things that no one knows about, and people die for crazy reasons. Uh, even maybe their health markers are good. But are those kind of the gold standard of what a human should be, maybe be looking at um, if they consider themselves a healthy individual? There's some of the major ones. That's why we screen for those things because um, we want to pick up blood pressure issues uh, early. Um, it's a, you know they call it the silent killer because you can have higher blood pressure and not even know. You right. know, some people say they you know, feel like they have headaches or whatever from high blood pressure, but you know, in general, people with running around with high blood pressure just don't even know. That's why we screen for it, and it is a market. I mean, you're at an elevated risk of of cardiovascular disease and strokes with uh, high blood pressure. And blood sugar, uh, too, you know, obviously if your blood sugar is elevated, it can put you at risk for type 2 diabetes. Obviously, if it's really elevated, you already have type 2 diabetes or uh, type 1, but that's an autoimmune disease. But um, uh, And then triglycerides and, and cholesterol levels, you know, again, another risk factor for uh, cardiovascular disease. So those are the main things that are lifestyle related usually, and uh, they are good markers. We have lots of other markers, but um, those are the, the big ones. And yes, you can have elevations in those and live a perfectly healthy, happy life. It just puts you at an elevated risk for uh, those things I talked about. What, do you have specific diet recommendations for certain people in certain situations? Like if you were actually to 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 run their, um, do some blood work on them and say, oh yeah, your triglycerides are high, or uh, your cholesterol sucks, or or your A one C is running a little high, or whatever. Do you have specific recommendations you give them, or just basically eat less, you know, lose weight, and these will improve? Yeah, there there can be more specific recommendations based on uh, the condition. A lot of times, weight loss will improve all of it. So weight loss will improve blood pressure. It will improve blood sugars. It will improve triglycerides uh, if, if you are indeed uh, like insulin resistant, and that's the reason your triglycerides and, and cholesterol is high. Um, but there are there can be more specific uh, uh, prescriptions. So, for instance, blood pressure can improve with without weight loss with just some dietary pattern changes. So, like a dash-like diet. Um, so it's just a lot of fruits and vegetables and lean dairy and and, and whole grains uh, and that type of thing. But that usually leads to a little bit of weight loss. I like to do kind of a, a improved dietary pattern along with a, uh, 
a caloric deficit to help them with weight loss and with dietary pattern. That's usually how you um, kill two birds with one stone and, and kind of shotgun approach it. And then for cholesterol, you know, some people can have just elevated cholesterol just from dietary uh, changes. So they can actually change it to a different pattern, lower the cholesterol, and because cholesterol itself is actually hard to change with weight loss only, mm. unless it's triglycerides. Um, so yeah, usually there's a different prescription for that. And then blood sugar, a lot of times weight loss by itself will work. But you can do a lower carbohydrate diet, uh, which can lower your blood sugars regardless of weight loss. Uh, you know, there's a lot of back and forth and controversy on, on that. But in general, that's the that's the key. Just real quick, can you give us a capsule on on your practice? Yeah. So uh, I actually switched from clinic only to telemedicine only so i have patients all across the country mm -hmm. and i'm very lifestyle focused although i'm still uh i'm not anti big pharma I, I in fact i have a lot of pride in my pharmacology knowledge because i do think that you know obviously people are going to need uh, to augment their lifestyle choices sometimes with pharmaceutical medicines as needed, you know, you can't mm -hmm. just say, no, I'm not using any drugs because I don't, natural only. No, people will need them, but um, uh, so I, I heavy focus on lifestyle medicine and then using telemedicine, I'm able to monitor people more proactively as opposed to just coming back to the clinic in three months and then you miss things and it's more of a retroactive, inefficient type of uh, practice, whereas I try to be more proactive. Uh, and that's kind of my approach and so it's 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 uh, it's more of a we call it a direct primary care where they pay a subscription hundred dollars a month gets you access, and I don't use insurance so um, there's not all the headaches with you know getting reimbursed and all that type of thing so it's better for everybody uh, as far as I can see. Well, it does actually. Uh, I think it helps a lot of people find somebody that uh, maybe understands like what their what their goals are. Particularly like those of us in the in the, in the industry, uh, it's hard to find a doctor that understands um, lifting weights or just fitness in general. It, for whatever reason, it just seems to be the case. It's and it's hard to find if you're in an HMO model. It's hard to find. A uh, really good primary care physician, anyway. So um, being able to actually have that choice. So, like, so if you have to prescribe drugs, like, how does that work with somebody's insurance? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, sometimes it makes it really difficult. I mean, I can send in what I think. I mean, not what I think, but based on the current data, is, is probably the best for that patient. And insurance, they will, you know, they will say, nope, you got to go with this alternative. And it's, they're basically practicing the medicine for you. And then you have to go through an appeals process mm. and they can end up denying me anyway, which is interesting. So, um, uh, it, it can be a real hassle, but you know, in general, I, I send in what is the best drug for that person based on the literature and hopefully it gets approved. Uh, where can people find you? Great. Um, so find me on Instagram, uh, Instagram.com slash Dr. Nadolsky, D-R-N-A-D-O-L-S-K-Y. 
and then also uh, I'm part of the Renaissance Periodization crew, so uh, cool. check us out at renaissanceperiodization.com. Thanks so much, man. Thank you very much. You got it. <laughs> Bye. Have a great one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. If you do, please share it with your friends. It helps us grow a lot. We really appreciate it. Give us a rating and review. You can find me, Asylum Mike, with 2Ks, Instagram, Twitter, 50% facts on Instagram. Give it a follow for all updates on the show. I am at the Jim McD on all the social media, and we will catch you next time.